Four past seven on Triple M. Another chance for you to join us on Thursday. We're heading to Windsor RSL for bunches of lunches. At 7.30 this morning, we're going to give away another spot at the table. You just need to register at triplem.com.au if you'd like to be there. We've been there for it all. Four and twenty. Australia's original fan food. But into the Sport MG footy shortly. But yesterday, Bathurst 1000 was run and won. It started with carnage in the first lap. safely negotiate. I think they did. What a great start by Lee Holdsworth and that's the difference between oh, trouble. a massive spin! <laughs> a massive spin on Mountain Straight! The track's blocked! Safety car to pit and hold. Pit oh. and hold. And it <laughs> ended with a famous <laughs> final victory for Holden. And what a day! He's overcome a penalty. Competitor crashes weather, rain and mud. It's farewell Holden. Hello Shane Van Gisbergen. Rejoicing, Garth Hander and the rest of the team absolutely so enthusiastic. The celebrations for Van Gisbergen. What a day for Holden fans. Great for yeah, Holden. Oh, fantastic commentary from Scafi and, and Neil Crompton. And you're right, Paige, well, from the opening uh, lap, James Moffat um, he had a horrible getaway and the carnage basically started then. But well done to Van Gisbergen. Well done to Garth Tander. Um, they've won now one as a team two from four. They won in 2020 in front of no crowd with uh, with COVID. So congratulations. At the end of an era, but Ford. Uh, in my power rankings today, I'll, n- I'll name the five best ever. The five best ever Bathurst Conquerors. Beautiful. Onto the footy, MG. Wayne Bennett, the sex machine, isn't happy because Cameron Munster has announced he is signed with the Melbourne Storm for unders for what he could have got at the Dolphins. Yeah, look, it's uh, this happened last week when I was in hospital, and I must confess, I, I I didn't see it coming. I didn't see that he would stay with Melbourne. I'm glad he did. I'm really glad that money, because money doesn't buy happiness always. And I think Cameron Munster weighed up the options. Will I take the extra three hundred thousand dollars a year, or and go to a club that's basically going to be you know b- bottom feeders for the first three or four years? Um, and most of the blame will then go on me, or stay at an established club where I can be a one club man and see out my See out my time in the purple jersey. Um, I, I look, I, I feel for Ken, I feel for um, the Sex Machine. I feel for Wayne Bennett. I think that the NRL have to do more for the Dolphins, um, f- you know, for dispensations. I think they've got to have like a marquee exempt from salary cap or something for the first three years. They've got to do something to help them out because what's happening with the Dolphins? Every other every play manager has said that their 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 client is going to the Dolphins then they get leverage from that from their own club, so they stay at their own club for more money. I mean, it's if you can't see what's happening, you, you, you Stevie Wonder. It's happening right before our eyes. It's happening right before our eyes. It's, and, and Wayne Bennett's pissed off about it. I don't know about the months to not ring him personally and all that type of stuff. I, I, that's not for me to comment on. That's up to them to. If they want to air your dirty laundry, or so be it. But all I know is that Melbourne have won, the Dolphins haven't, and it's been an occurring... Uh, instance for the for the Dolphins, unfortunately for them, since they've come into the competition, they've only got a few more weeks till they've got to finalise their roster. November one, so let's see who they're going to chase for this this last few weeks to to finalise that roster. They're talking about the Parramatta duo of Moses and Brown, so oh. let's hope not for you, Jesse Moe. I know. Keep your dirty mitts off him, sex machine. I'm sick of him. He's <laughs> like that 
prowler on the dance floor looking for your man. <laughs> um, I tell you what, though, it's not the greatest thing that you're going to put on tourism, Brisbane, is it? Cam Munster gave up $300,000 not to live here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's very true. It, it does now, suck. Do we have time to talk about Desi Hasler? Uh, is he a bit of a dead man? What, is, he, is he stuck? Yes. It appears untenable at the moment. Desi Hasler, um, he's been... It's been mentioned that both uh, Anthony Seabold and Josh Hannay have been um, mentioned as possible replacements. The Manly are saying that Desi won't be coached in 2024. The big question is, will he be coached in 2023? I can't see it. I can't see it. As you said, Jesse May, as far as football terms go, Desi is the dead man walking, and it seems to be all in the back of that pride jersey fiasco that, that happened at Manly, and it, it won't go away. It's one of the biggest issues of the season, if not the biggest issue that happened. And the way Manly handled it as a club was the way not to handle things. That's the way. That's the bromide for not how to handle things. They and and the carnage is is still falling, and the collateral damage is still falling. Unfortunately for Des, he appears to be part of it. Sad Jesus. day. Best oh, hair in the game, Barnard. Best hair. Des has for a 60, 61 year old. I mean, look, I love the hair like that. It's fake. Force it. No, it's if he moves on, he'll be able to afford to do the upkeep on it. That's real Northern Beaches hair all the way. Soft water hair, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, triple M breakfast. Guys, picking up the Daily Telegraph on Saturday morning, it was uh, quite sad to see our friend James Graham on the front page with the headline that he had brain damage. Uh, He suffered over 100 concussions throughout his playing career in footy. James Graham joins us on the line this morning. G'day, James. Morning, team. How are we doing? Jimmy, we're fantastic, brother. Um, Very confronting. I must must confess, uh, like Pagey, I got the paper on Saturday and saw your face on the front of it. And being an ex-rugby league player myself and older than you, it got me thinking a lot about a lot of things. What what made you get the test to start with, brother? Yeah, look, I um, I never want to plead ignorance throughout this whole process. I, I, I know what I put myself through, uh, what I volunteered into, um, and I don't want to be surprised by anything. So for me, I wanted to get as much information as possible because I think it's important to know that you can make positive changes uh, despite what's done being done. I can still look to implement strategies to to improve my future health outcomes in the future. You have played 423 games at the top level, um, and you you estimate as as you said 100 concussions throughout your career. I think I think I spoke about this on air last year, and I I kind of counted probably 20 concussions I had through my 15 year career. Um, have you have you experienced any after effects? Have you started to experience anything post career? No, at the moment, no. I did. Uh, I did suffer from. Well, I still do uh, depression and anxiety. That that was uh, brought on um, during my uh, recent transition and through the lockdown. But that uh, I was very fortunate, MG, that I dealt with that very quickly. So I have a supportive partner who encouraged me to get help, and then I had access to. Uh, my old doctor, Stepan Erickson, down at the Dragons there, who you know, within 36 hours I was in his office and on the pathway to recovery from uh, from that mental mm. illness. Fantastic. As a mother of a young boy and girl that are very interested in the game, as a man that's on the other side who, have, has, who has just had the diagnosis that you've got, as parents, what can we do to protect our kids? Yeah, look. Well, just firstly on the diagnosis, I've been I've been contacted by by a number of people. Um, I, I'm not not concerned or, or worried. I don't think worrying is a, an effective strategy. Uh, and this really, the message to, to former players is: go and get tested. Uh, don't make this become a self fulfilling prophecy that you read this and go, oh well, you know, we're all doomed. We're all on this on this pathway to you know a degenerative brain issue. It doesn't need to be that way. You can make positive change when it comes. To children, yes. Look, we've got to have a, a very 
balanced discussion around this and how we manage um, children participating in sport. But mate, it's crystal clear the benefits of sport and especially team sport to youngsters. There's no debate. The, the benefit to them yeah. as an individual, uh, the soft skills that they learn through that, and then not just to the individual, but the community as a whole and also society in general. So, you know, this isn't about kicking the games that give us everything. The, the game, without the game, I, I dread to think where my life would be. I owe so much to the game, but what we can do is perhaps just change the environment a little bit because we are products of our environment, MG. We, we, we all know that. Um, so what we can do is just set the environment a little to make it a little bit safer and perhaps take away this emphasis on all a winning and performance culture at such a young age. James, we're seeing the modern game put in a lot of measures to try and crack down on concussions, particularly high tackles and sin bins. We had a recent finals game with seven sin bins in the one match. Do, watching the game, do you think the NRL have got it about right at the moment, that balance? Yeah, look, well, you've never been able to hit anybody in the head. That's always been the rules. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy for it be to be policed more severely. What I would like to encourage the NRL to do is, is how they get that message across and who they bring along on that message. That's all stakeholders of the game. So if we're commentating the game, we understand why those decisions are being made because they weren't being made with the same severity last year or in seasons gone by or perhaps a couple of rounds ago. And even and another important stakeholder is the fans. We need the fans on side. Yes, we need to practice you know, health and safety measures and show that we're punishing players for, for foul play by removing them from the field. But if you're surprised by the decision for someone to spend 10 minutes in the sim bin or be red carded, then that's the problem. The messaging needs to be clearer from the from the NRL. This is why we're doing it, and this is what we you should expect to see in the weeks or seasons ahead. Jimmy, um, if I was to give you a contract as a 17-year-old uh, St. Helens player now, knowing what you know, knowing what you know now, would you do it all again? Of course I would, MG. It, it's what my life has has been revolved around and you know people often ask about the question about going back to the to the youngster and would you still do it and of course because mm. and also that youngster wouldn't listen because he was a product of his environment what i'd like yeah. to see instead of going oh would you still do it again perhaps go back and say could we change the environment where you know playing on after a concussion was seen as a badge of honor where you got respect for doing that mm. getting up continuing on that's where we need to look at and setting the environment that's yeah. showing hey look guys this isn't a badge of honour anymore. It's not seen as a warrior mentality about getting up, continuing on, you know, dying on your sword, all that sort of stuff. We, we need to perhaps just tip the scales a little bit more in the, in the corner or, or in the balance of a, a little bit more considering what we do moving forward for our long-term health outcomes. James, uh, congratulations on speaking out about this and also on your podcast as well, Head Noise, if you want to check it out with James Graham, is a great podcast. And, uh, Jimmy, appreciate your time this morning on Triple M Breakfast. No, thanks for having me on, team. Have a great day.